Yeah, they're moms. All right, so supposedly they have children. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You you have an amalgamator? Okay, to clarify, point of clarification and privilege is that that is amalgamator. By Beachwood. Oh, well, don't touch that. It's I'll, for you. I wasn't going to drink, but... I know. I, I knew when I put that in front Wait, of you. Are you looking for something with lower calories? Uh, this, what I got uh, here was brewed in a Colorado. town called... Um, I'm not sure where it was brewed. Anyway, it's Bud Dude, Light. It's a Bud Light. Yeah. I thought that was. Oh no, that's 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 open it. I know it's a twist off, but my favorite in the in the Bud Light commercials is when they pop it off in slow motion with a with an opener. This one happens to be a Ragnar Relay SoCal metal slash opener, but it is a twist off. If you try to open a twist off with an opener, doesn't it like break? Also, this guys, we're testing the limits of my um, nonviolence slash. Grace. Hey, can I take off my clothes here? Sure. Um, by you, you have Bud Light in my room, and you're drinking it, and I am, for lack of a better term, allowing it. Yeah. Oh my God. What? <laughs> Jeff. Uh, wow. Yeah. Buy them online. All right, man. Sign them for you. <laughs> the, you know, I I knew that existed. I don't know how many exist in the wild, but we do have a a, fr- a good friend of ours that spoke at a women's group at the uh, the local church, as it were, and she was wearing that shirt. Yeah. And, and as Scott ha- would say, she knows who she is. <laughs> it was handed off to us, and, <laughs> and now I'm, I'm bringing it to the like, show. Oh. She know who she is. She know who she is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she. We should get me down. <laughs> well, that uh, wasn't. Even, she she should shut me down. Don't make fun of. Don't like talk. Was that? Don't talk like Asians. Yeah, it's not a. Anyway, it's insensitive. Yeah. I, we should cut to. I think. Uh, New Orleans. Is it New Orleans. Thank Pel- you for repping Pelicans as Zion's. I mean, seemed like a good segue. Well, more. Scott did drop a bomb when he came in here, um, um, a truth bomb about his life, his next venture in life, and I thought he should mention it right now. Let's do it, because I have not. Uh, I'll give you three guesses, Jeff. Uh, You're going to have a sex change. Excellent guess. Um, The state may pay for that um, if I go to jail. Which makes it more likely. Yeah. So, oh, okay. That he would go to jail. Yeah. Also, he needs to eat. The state does feed you in jail. Yeah. Wait, is this the decision he made? Yes. Oh, I was going to say he got another promotion. But, yeah. um, you are moving. Um. Well, that that's a. I guess that's a possibility. <laughs> okay, but it's not that, the. It's not the thing. It's not the thing. No. It's not the thing. Um. Wow. Rotator cuff. <sighs> it's going to wear out. You're having surgery. Oh. <laughs> Is that good, Scott? Is that good? How you look? <laughs> what is it, Jeff? We're doing charades. 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 Uh, 
I I don't know. You're you, so you got it. You got a date. No, that I'm not. I didn't say we didn't. We, we didn't say a if, band. There, if a miracle happened. Joined a band. Uh, All right, just no, tell him at your church. We're already no, longer. I just, I'm just gonna. I'm you finally got baptized. You finally <laughs> became a believer. <laughs> Praise Jesus. <laughs> hey, something about grace right or something. Okay. Grace to you, Scott. Uh, no, I just as Mr. McCarthy would say. Yeah. He's a, a McCarthyite. McCarthyism. Um, no, I just got to learn how to play the violin. <laughs> exactly like that. <laughs> if you would have gone to another, uh, just in one more, it almost would have sounded like uh, the wedding thing, Ode to Joy or whatever. I don't know. Canon in D, I mean. I'm impressed. Now, Scott, w- let's go over some of your other... Um, Endeavors. This is the next chapter in Midlife Crisis of mm-hmm. Scott. Violin playing. W.H. Holbert, mm-hmm. um, which is William Halpert Holbert, <laughs> which is weird. <laughs> I don't know why you have five names. Yeah. That's actually one more than I mentioned. Um, it, it is, I'm impressed. Violin, it's good for your brain. You've already got a solid brain in there. You know. You know. Thanks. I don't count. Bad theology against your brain power, obviously. Uh, yeah, we'll yeah. Let I it respect go. your let brain theology. Okay. And um, I don't know. It's a big thing to take up. I'm impressed. You were going to go on a hike around the world. Well, at least around the world. Are we? We're going to recount all my um, <clears throat> my failures here, Zach. Or what are we doing? No, I mean, what are you're we doing just here? looking. You're looking for that thing, and maybe this is that thing. Oh yeah. You're leading yeah. worship. It's been documented on this podcast that. You took voice lessons, and you shared that the guy basically said, I can't help you, but you still lead worship at church. He recommended that I not sing. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I'm being dead serious. Like I, I love honest people. The fact that people. you are doing, leading worship. Well, I'm not leading. I mean, I'm on the worship. Oh, yeah. You're there. You're playing, though. Yeah. You're playing and you're singing while you're playing. I'm not. No, they don't allow me to, oh. to sing. But you're up there. That's what. That, what would happen if you said you God has called me to sing? They'd be like, "Not in this church." They'd be like, "Prove it." <laughs> <laughs> but I, I did. I did pick up. I started playing the cajon. Okay. So that's been two months. Um, so I, I do play the cajon. And actually, Sunday I did a cajon. Do people gather there on the pass on their yeah. car? Do yeah. They just the pull co- over. The co- they just the pull over there. Pass. You're like, whoa, Scott's playing the cajon. <laughs> People are driving. Uh, I was wondering who was playing it this week. <laughs> As a venue. So currently, Scott Holbert's playing the cajon. <laughs> Only SoCal people would understand. Continue. I, play, uh, I played a couple songs with, I uh, played the guitar, and then I played one one song on the cajon, and then I did a egg shaker on another song. Love the egg shaker. Um, and I just but All these to... things, would you say all of these are a little bit outside your comfort zone? Yeah, I just pl- started playing the egg shaker this week. Or last week, and then played on Sunday in Cajon. I just the first time I played, that was the first. I it was that day that I first played it. Well, I appreciate you for going outside of your comfort zone and trying new things, because people could learn from that and do that. It actually reminds me of Tony Robbins. You remind me of Tony Robbins in that on his documentary, "I'm Not Your Guru," I think it's called, um, which is basically a commercial for his thing. But it doesn't. But he's so good. He, well, <laughs> I love. I really enjoyed it. 
Also, I enjoyed that he was doing vocal exercises, and he can't sing. And he's pr- like Scott. He's mm-hmm. never going to be like, able to sing. Like Scott can't sing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he's a guy that's like at the top of his craft or what you know whatever. Most yeah. people look and see, this guy has it all, whatever that means. But yet he's picking things out that he's not good at, and he's working on them. Yeah. Which is a great life lesson. Uh, yeah, singing, clapping, swimming. He's, <laughs> he's terrible at clapping. I'm still working on it's singing ver- too. It's a version of like, like his. If this ever goes on YouTube, you could see it. But it's great. I don't know. But his hands are so big. What They're else is so I don't big, even yeah. know. I, I've gotten better you at singing. Me. I um, and then even just practicing trying to match the like a key. I've gotten better at that. Mm. Um, and then transitioning to a different to uh, the next you know the next chord the next note whatever. Um, yeah. So I, it's more tolerable now. Like okay, I can tolerate myself. The L- violin playing or the singing? The singing. Oh, okay. violin's terrible. You should come over to you, our place. Man, we you got don't play a couple of violin right, players. Man, it just it sounds horrendous. <laughs> and you um. And so it, but it's sounding better. How about the, how are the neighbors handling it? I I, I haven't I, I'm ignoring them. Hmm. Okay. Avoiding contact. So that now is this neighbors that are just parked nearby your truck, or is or oh we were in we're trailer now. I'm going we're trailer. Trailer. Okay. Yeah, I've moved up. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I've got I've got two people right next to me, person across. Ooh. Yeah. All of a sudden, the bed light is making sense. You're living out of a, a trailer, a nice trailer. It has. It has uh, stainless steel appliances. So, mm-hmm. It's a third this wheel. This is stereo- fifth, fifth stereotypical. <laughs> I'm the third wheel right now. <laughs> this is a stereotypical <laughs> single man living out of the trailer. Uh, but, but it's a trailer park in Newport. I should be drinking Bud Light Platinum at least. Oh, yeah, for sure. But well, I actually, you, no, no, no. You actually did his... speak appropriately about the Bud Light by kind of describing it and, and really looking at it a little bit because really people who are, you know, it's an import. It's, it was brewed in Anheuser. 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 Yeah. All right. Well, we have like a half hour. This is going to be a tight, high and tight. High and tight. High and tight. Well, cheers. Cheers. Cheers, let's, Jeff. Let's, let's throw it over here. Mm, we can air I'm going to bridge that gap. Oh, wow. Scott. Whoa. Jeff did Double something. Double exclamation. Um, so where were we? Um, they caught. Thanks, drunk Zach. They caught Jihadi the Hut. Did you hear that? Uh, no, I didn't. Um, and one of the ISIS leaders. Is this leaders. like two episodes ago where you're like, you know, did you hear about this guy? The, the things are happening that are really depressing. Go ahead, Scott. Oh yeah. Um, what do they call him? Um, something. Apparently, so, Jihadi something the, the Hut. Jihadi the Hut. Yeah, there was Who another name for him, but he's a 560 pound uh, like Jabba ISIS ISIS leader. Okay. They had a forklift him up. Death Star. <clears throat> Death Star guy. Yeah. Dark side guy. Yeah. Okay. I mean, is he a dark side guy or is he just... Is he, he a bad guy? He has a lot of dark sides. Um, because of the shadows because of the or roles, just because the of jelly rolls. ideas? Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, but does he have negative ideas? I mean, towards well, the world, towards Christians, towards anyone, towards to any, anyone who's Kufar. Yeah. Who's what? Kufar. Please, please don't. I mean, yeah. that's, that's like a, part of the tongue that doesn't get mentioned. Right. <laughs> Was that 
Delete. Was that orcish? What was that? <laughs> <laughs> Are you making up words, Scott? Or do uh, I need to I'm just laughing for... because something sounded funny. <laughs> exactly. Sure sure if it yeah, was. He's, he has dark ideas orcish. against the infidels. Okay. If you're a kufar. Oh, that's us. Right. Yeah. Speaking. Anyway. Yeah. Speaking of that, I did see a guy as I'm pulling home today. Uh, a guy with a truck that had two flags in it. Big flags that are going up in the back. U.S. Bed, and e- Confederate? Each side. Don't tread on me. And, okay. Uh, good. Is guess. this on Martin Luther King Day? Today. This is today. Okay. I've never seen yeah. this truck before. I don't know what it means. Maybe it was a message from God. But. Trump 2020. One flag was, if you had to pick one flag, go ahead. You already said it. You said U.S. flag. Yeah. Good guess. U- I, U.S. flag. U.S. flag. The other flag was... Five, four, just go ahead. I'm yes. going Confederate. Okay, Confederate. Scott? Uh, the don't tread on me, the yellow. That's a good, that's actually, Usually, I see that more actually, often. I see that in my neighborhood a lot. More often, there is a guy in your neighborhood, there's, don't tread there's on me. There's several. Or a yeah. blue, um, the, the American flag that's that's <coughs> blacked out with, oh. blue, with the blue stripe for the okay. police. For police for now, oh, is that what that is? Yeah. I had that flag along with the Trump 2020, they're up. On this one house in our neighborhood, gigantic flags. But I'm like, I forgot what the black flag was. Yeah, the blue stripe for okay. a long... Yeah. Okay, it. profanity alert. The flag said, fuck ISIS. Hmm. He's really taking a stand. The uh, U, I think, either the U or the K, probably the U, was a star. It was like mm. like a asterisk. What? Probably the U, yeah. Um, like thack. Like when people have the fuck cancer. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I agree with that. I've seen enough people struggle with They put cancer. a skull for the U. Yeah, that happens too. I think my cousin has a tattoo. It might have been. Like that. Because his dad. But yeah. man, I was just yeah. like, I wonder, I guarantee you, he's probably okay with most <laughs> of what we're doing over there. He would probably like us to tear more shit up than we already are. But I'm just thinking like, ISIS, it's complicated, okay? Even I don't understand. Jeff, even I don't understand it. Also, Scott. Even I, um, but ISIS. <laughs> that is the thing. Okay, Scott, this, is, like, inter- which, this, is, which, this is very which, interesting. Which ISIS, where and when? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you take like ISIS, I totally forgot what ISIS stands for. Islamic. Okay, that's good. Stayed in Syria or something like that. Yeah, that, that sounds. Wait, I mean, what? That's ac- actually, that was very specific. Islamic really? State. Yeah, I don't know. Islamic State. Yeah. Islamic State, Islamic State. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. It's just they're emphasizing the who they are. Favorite food? Couscous? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought that was the Yugoslavians. Oh, no, Turkish. I don't know. It just says the same thing twice. Anyways, but man, in Iraq, gotcha. we're fighting Al Qaeda in Iraq. But if you cross into Syria, we're arming. We call them the rebels, but it's basically Al Qaeda. Oh, it's like Russia, Afghanistan, all yeah, over I mean, in the eighties. And that's I know that's not ISIS, but I, there's a version of that that involves ISIS, where we're just trying to play every side, and it's just gross and dirty. And it's, um, anyways, that's it. I don't want to go into too much more, but I you don't often see those flags. The Confederate, I have seen the Confederate flag, yeah, uh, uh, on a truck like that, but probably not as much around uh, in the bubble of Orange County compared to the rest of the country. It's but, not a big deal. Just the history. Yeah, that's all it is, and it's obvious. Um, but speaking of that, speaking of profanity, 
One Million Moms is a group. Single moms? Have we talked about this? Some, no. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. in the United States? If anybody from One Million Moms comes across this, Scott at Bros Bibles Beer. One Million Moms is protesting Burger King's ad campaign. This is less than 1% of the population, but go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Small people. Okay. Well, I don't think there's actually one million moms, but I haven't counted it. I mean, there's literally, there's more than one million moms, Scott. Don't be such a literalist. No. But in this specific group, they're protesting Burger King for pro- profanity in their new ad campaign because a guy says the D word. They literally uh, said, they, they typed out the D word. They typed it out? No, not the actual word. They typed D word. In the article. D-W-O-R-D. Like part of the statement that one million moms protesting Burger King because they were showing every man on the street, man on the street style, right? try this burger. And they're like, yeah, we love meat. I love meat. And try the burger. It's the impossible burger. And he's, it, he's like, wow. He's like, damn, that's good. Or a version of that. One million moms protesting that. Is that is damn profanity? Yes. Are they pol- polluting the airway airwaves or the earwaves? Take your I, pick. I don't know. We've been watching Family Feud, and it, it ain't the Family Feud we know about. Steve Harvey turned it into. Oh my God! Got to say, this, this is Black Family Feud, <laughs> and and that's I mean it's a cultural thing, but it it's totally different than how mainstream it's taking on white America would actually play out Family Feud. Because everything is like, damn, ass, well, and like, oh, <laughs> like, his what happened to family? F- they're cla- he's classic. He's his funny. His reactions are classic. But yeah, it's taking <clears throat> on his personality. But if if we're going to like, oh, whatever this One Million Moms is. And his mustache has a lot of personality. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. He's got a great personality. I guess he, he owns it now, or he bought part of the his family. His veneers team. also have an incredible oh, personality. Fantastic. Anyway. I mean, the fact that you've got a show called Family Feud that's been on for years. Um, I mean, if somebody took over, well, I'll just stick with this. I mean, Family Feud, it, it has like this morality to it, or it did when it was when it was on. The show itself and how they spoke. Um, wholesome, fun, trivia, and a little competitiveness. And... And he talks, he uses all kinds of language that would, damn is, I mean, that's just a normal word that he says. Yeah. Uh, damn, ass, um, he doesn't really Sometimes have at a the same time. there. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't really stop. Das. And some of the answers that people answer now, but this is a sign of the times. So this One Million Moms, you know, go watch uh, this episode from, you know, over the last couple of months. Uh, the question was, <laughs> um, you know, a hundred people were asked, whatever. Um, what is something that you chew but don't swallow? Is that how that show works before we get to the answer? Yeah. Is that when they give the examples, it's based on a poll of a hundred people? They, they ask a hundred people. hundred married men or hundred married women Survey or just a hundred people or just, yeah. Something you chew on but don't swallow. Woman clicks in, boom. Semen? No. Steve Harvey's look was oh, like... I can see it now. But this is a sign of the times where the things people are are even thinking or just like, that's what came to my head. Wait, wait, I was hold like, on, though. 
<laughs> chew on. I know. I know. I, what is this so, man? So it had nothing to do with the chewing. I think when she heard swallow. I don't care. Chew on, but don't swallow. What is this hypothetical person <laughs> eating? Pen- pencil. Like things you chew on, but don't swallow. Like, oh, I chew on a pencil or pen. No, I know. Yeah. No, but I'm. she said scene. <clears throat> she said it. And now... And it was as the buzzer was going, and Steve Harvey has this look on his face, like he just like saw a ghost, and the woman across from her is like, "Oh my gosh," and it, but it happened at the so you just heard and but I know what she, I mean. You knew what she did said. They, did they go to break? So no, Steve Harvey sitting there, and he goes, "Okay, y'all didn't hear what she said, so I want everybody to just be quiet." So he made a repeat. No, he said a hundred people were asked something you chew on, but don't swallow. And she said semen, and and then they looked at the board. Thought, eh. and he, <laughs> just like this is a, hey, hundred million moms, Family Feud, Family Feud, attack, go after him. attack. Well, so I guess it would be. By the way, if anybody's <clears throat> out there, and then we'll get right to that. If anybody's out there and. Semen, it has a consistency worthy of Good chewing. Grief. Get it checked out. <laughs> Go See get a, a doctor. <laughs> See a doctor. Get rid of it. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Scott. Whoa! Point I'm, values were tripled on even, that one. Um, you were saying that was terrible. Yeah. Oh, I was, if, if, of me of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> that was um, called for. <laughs> a little late. If yeah, they're moms. <laughs> All right, so supposedly they have children. Um, <laughs> you're, you're <laughs> people. Hey, these days you can identify yeah. as anything. Oh, I see what you're saying. I want to clarify. I'm the clarifier. Yeah, what do you mean, my mom? Keep going. Yeah. They have children. People aren't as literal today as they were once. I take care of my dog. <laughs> I walk him in my yeah. stroller. They, I dress him. Uh, well, yeah. So maybe they they you don't your want child, their mine. kid to say that word and so they don't want their kid to hear it don't watch yeah i mean but hasn't that always been like don't watch it was the howard watch. stern thing years ago turn off the had, radio i mean good god the football playoffs are going on right now and oh yeah commercials during the playoffs some of the movies it's like yeah technically they passed the test it's not mature because they're not actually saying things but the implication slash there's a bunch of violence and it's like that this is like family is going to be around during these hours and they're playing crazy ads. But the part that tickles me figuratively, I think I'm using that word correctly, Scott, <laughs> is that we'll finish. We'll tell you it's free. <laughs> it's free advertising. Like it, the controversy they stir up with this campaign, certainly extra ad, ad uh, revenue or free ad space for Burger King. And these things always backfire. The Passion of the Christ, timely reference, I know. This this is all <laughs> our generation, but it's a long time ago. The Catholic Church, a lot of Christian groups protested that movie. And, man, it, it probably helped that movie a lot. movie didn't need a whole lot of help, probably. It was, a, I think, wasn't that Scorsese? I'm probably asking the wrong guys. Anywho. I, don't I, I will, no, actually. Was, when Mel, you Mel protest... Gibson, it was Mel Gibson. I mean, you're right. No, oh, I said Passion of the Christ. I meant the last temptation of Christ. Oh. You're right. No wonder the confused You're looks. right with the yeah. stirring up, though. With the, but I, I think it's a little bit of a, 
a little bit of marketing. I, I don't, I mean, I like, oh, this is, I don't think what we see is actually what was intended. The intention wasn't to go out and fight Burger King. I think something's happened behind the scenes. Ooh, I like this. So maybe, and especially with Impossible Burger, uh, we need to compare trying the- to move this up, move this uh, product into the market and mainstream. Oh, so I like it. Yeah, I mean, I just think that. But if we were to pretend, mm-hmm. and just go with that lens, I think this is the norm that Jeff proposed. We need to check any connections with the board of One Million Moms. First of all, if they're actually mothers. And were they around yeah. six months ago? Or is there any connection to Burger King? Any connection to Burger maybe, King? Maybe some of the daddies is on the board. Some guerrilla okay, some gorilla marketing. I'm not being sexist because the dads are on the board. You were, but you kind of walked it back. That's okay. I like this. I like repentive, Scott. Okay. Repentive. So listeners board. out there, do would you do some digging for us? Yes. We want to know. <laughs> report report back soldiers um you were were you saying something when i made a joke I at just, your expense i think he was breathing if, if um yeah if the uh if we don't speak up about to, to the advertisers then they weren't they're not going to know what their people that are potentially going to buy their stuff correct hear, what do what, what, want to hear don't want to hear i think one of the ad campaigns that they protested involved a hallmark commercial that part of the commercial i think was a, a wedding very wholesome and i think it was two women not wholesome yeah no, not wholesome and it, it was not i think it was just part of it i don't know if it was long i don't know i didn't do all the research but hallmark did pull that ad good but also their name is out there a lot more and i think they recently reinstated it so they're probably getting double the um the bonus from it which i don't know i i i don't know how to I don't like groups. I don't like the whole boycott, cancel culture thing in general. No matter if I like the product or not, I, I just kind of want to like, okay, don't buy it. You're calling more attention to the thing you don't like. Now potentially more people are going to do that thing or get that thing. And I... <laughs> well, it's just proving stu- stupid people. That's Jeff at Burst. Yeah, Bowser. I mean, like, no, yeah, it's a catch twenty-two. Yeah, yeah, it is a catch right. twenty-two. But at, at, but we are all are all prone to yes. our minds being manipulated in ways we don't see coming in various ways. Yes, you are, Zach. Just like you. through commercials, how they throw I agree two women in at the end of a commercial, and that becomes normalized. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what did you just say? That's what that's what ad companies or companies who oh. are advertising. That's what they do. You don't realize what they're doing, but you throw two women getting married at the end of a commercial. That's part of the normalization. Oh, would absolutely. Every what'd you, single what'd you day say? that's happening. Every single day that's happening in TV shows, commercials. Saw a movie, a Marriage Story, last night. And man, it's just prevalent. It was a good movie. Everywhere. Marriage Story? It wasn't great. It, it wasn't, wasn't great. Oscar, like best no, picture, but no. I thought it was good. No. It was good. I liked its portrayal of the, diff- like they want to work it out and they're they actually you can tell they like each other and then the lawyers get involved. I, I feel like the movie was actually on how a hole lawyers are. It yeah, it's, like yeah. they're like they just destroyed our lives. They're not saying that, but it's like we're we're supposed to step back and then they're gonna do it. They're gonna fix everything. Yeah, it's also a couple of people that's like no, this is what. They're going to do their job. So it, it's almost like once the lawyers are involved, each party in their various times is like, well, I, 
I can't. We just got to meet with the lawyers. I can't do anything now. Even though both the husband and wife want to like, let's figure, we are getting divorced. However, let's do this ourselves. And then once the lawyers are in, it's about maximization of destruction. (laughs) Right. Anyway, there, there 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 was a comment in there where I think it was towards the beginning. Where it's, well, if your if your gay dad hadn't left me, or something like that, and I'm like, <laughs> you, you divorced your husband. Oh, and he was gay. Like, I mean, I realize that that happens, but it's like it happens. This you just is, don't want it in movies. This is every day. It's not that I don't want it. It's like it's now. Oh, make sure we have that in there. Like it's on the the list. You know, you talk about like everybody has their paper at the news stations, like all the news stations, where it's online or Fox or CNBC or whoever it is. Like everybody's got their their what do you call talking points? It's like in every movie, TV show, commercial. That's not like a drug commercial or anything, but you know something just random like UPS or something. Um, make sure we have you know the gay person the gay couple the kissing like make sure that that's in there it's like that's the agenda being pushed got nothing got nothing against it but it's not it's not mainstream but it's being pushed like it's mainstream and and accepted and it's not accepted like it's accepted and it's not accepted it's well, not accepted by It's not accepted. If you can you. say if you could say no no no. If you could say it's it's accepted but but not accepted. It's not accepted. I mean it's if if push came to shove, the female is not going to go out in the front battle lines over the top male in a army fight. I mean it's accepted but it's not accepted. Especially not in a movie. That's when you know <laughs> That's when you know there's a real agenda when a when a woman's doing a historical battle maybe in the future well in the future everybody will be have a thing over their head and they'll be firing missiles from the comfort of their own home we're kind of doing that anyways um wow really got off track yeah i wasn't welcome back to wally george yeah wally george (laughs) jeff (laughs) jeff was playing clips of wally george that is a throwback this is 40 years ago oh 35 years ago well we got about 15 20 15 more like. You wanted to go Bart Ehrman? Bart Ehrman. Who's Bart Ehrman, Scott? Bart Ehrman is one of the preeminent. Is it Ehrman? Ehrman. It kind of looks like Ehrman. I want to call him Ehrman. But I've heard people say Ehrman. Call him Ehrman. No disrespect, Dr. Ehrman. Ehrman. Uh, One of the preeminent New Testament atheist scholars, uh, but he's also ranks amongst also uh, believing scholars. Um, He's not a believer. Um, he was. At one point, he... He grew up kind of pretty conservative, evangelical. Um, yeah, he, he studied under a guy named Metzger, um, who was, in Metzger's time, uh, probably the most well-known um, Greek scholar. Um, and he's, I think I think Ehrman studied with, or was a classmate of, a guy named Daniel Wallace, who is... My, is is one of the top Christian New Testament Greek scholars, um, but Ehrman, yeah, went to. Um, he, he was a Christian, has a PhD in 
maybe in, in New Testament Greek, um, but um, very smart. Got um, a lot of books. He's yeah. He's just really well known. He wrote in that. Jesus Interrupted. Yeah. What I have noticed about him is that there, every once in a while, movements flare up of some scholars, and it's really real minority, not cultural minorities, but minority scholarship saying that Jesus didn't exist, and it, the, the Jesus as myth, like actual myth, he didn't actually exist. And Erwin's one of the guys that kind of leads the, nope, you guys are... He, right, Jesus as a man existed, and that's pretty Right, so like pretty a, solid. the Jesus seminar people, they they might say that that G, the historical Jesus did not exist, but Ehrman and other other atheists or agnostics, um, they look looking at the historical evidence. They say based upon what we normally count as acceptable evidence for history. Um, we, we you have to say that Jesus existed as a histor at least as a historical person, yeah. just based upon the evidence. Which I appreciate because growing up, it breaks the um, the idea that I had growing up, which is like if somebody is studies the Bible and they're not a Christian, there was kind of an emphasis on they're they're basically out to prove. Christianity wrong, and I, I'm sure that is a thing, but the more you hear from people like Ehrman that they're just people that are doing the best they can and are looking for truth in their own way, and and that shows it. I mean, he, he doesn't believe in God in the way that most people Par- would define Partially it. shows it, but there might be some other arguments that he makes against, let's say, the reliability of the Greek manuscripts some of his arguments, you might say, go against scholarship and the yeah. more in, um, the evidence that we have. But I, so, I would say, I think what I'm trying to say yeah. is like, you can, I feel like I can listen to him talk about what he knows and assume he's coming at it in good faith. Like, there's less, less a, uh, I'm just going to ignore things that I know are untrue. And it's more like, there's a wide range of how you interpret things and he's coming at it from his angle and he has a lens he's looking through, but it's, it's not the malicious intent that I would have assumed growing up. But I do have a quick, quick question. I have a, this one goes to 11 ale by bells, courtesy of Russell Romish and it's 11% alcohol. So I'm looking to Ooh, share it with somebody. Holy man. You guys want to have a little taste? I'll have a little. Don't um, want a whole one. Although I still working on your, Nursing your Bud Light. Yep. Number two. I'm doing pretty good dry January. Anyways, Bart Ehrman slash Ehrman. Yeah, what's the gist of the Ehrman? He, um... <laughs> Was that a real question? Yes. <laughs> Jeff, are you able to get up and grab me a glass? Uh-uh. Yes, sir. Never mind. What do you, what do you mean the gist? What, what's... That's good. Holy crap. I'm drunk. When you've only He's had pre-drunk. two beers in the last oh, three weeks. We have a blog post of Bart... Airman, uh, he had a revelatory moment, and he wrote about it on his blog. I'll put it in the show notes. But it involved one of his meditation sessions. And it's bartairman.org, and the article is called... I don't know. I don't have that in front of me. Dude, is there whiskey <laughs> in it? That, was that aged in whiskey barrels? That, that, that is so strong. 
I think it has pieces of God, and you're encountering pieces of God. Well, I had a moment about 20 seconds ago. Yeah, airmanblog.org, and it's um, a revelatory moment about God is the article title. So he seems to emphasize, he calls himself an agnostic atheist, and he defines those a little bit, Um, but I feel like he emphasizes agnostic atheist. And this article, actually, Keith Giles shared it on his social, and I saw that, so thank you, Keith Giles. Thanks, Keith. Well, well, he says says that agnostic, agnostic is about the evidence, atheist is about the belief is the belief aspect. Yes. So you can be both yeah. at the same time. Which makes sense. Atheists that don't believe it. Agnostic, I think something is going on. There's probably a lot of atheists out there that would disagree with his definition and, on that. And people, yeah. I, uh, probably a lot of people don't even think about the nuance of those terms. No? Well, because then... Was, you, you, you mean the start, actual term or the relative to each other? Rel- relative to each oh, other. okay. Yeah. And they don't have to mean, they don't have to be specific. They don't There's a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. But he does, uh, I'll, you, it, put to the inquiring mind, you can look up the show notes, but um, his duh moment as he's meditating is, is a rock has no way of recognizing that an animate object such as a dandelion exists. A dandelion has no way of recognizing that a panther exists. Now it gets a bit tricky. A panther has no way of recognizing that a superior intelligence exists. Yes, a panther does recognize in some instinctual sense that there are things out there that uh, to look out for, but it has no way of realizing that there are people who can engineer skyscrapers or split atoms or reconstruct the history of Rome. It's simply not in its purview. Nice use of purview in relation to a panther talk. That's just a little dad humor on pur. Um, humans can and do recognize, analyze, study, think about, reflect on the, these other forms of life. You don't need to say they are lower life forms or that we are superior to recognize this. We can understand all these things because in some sense, not all, our cognitive abilities are, are superior. But here's my point. Suppose you were to think whether imperialistically... Or, I'm sorry, imperialistically? That's how it's spelled. I think maybe, is that correct? Em, empiri- Empiricalistically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, empirical. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or arrogantly or not, we are talking about levels of existence from lower to higher, rocks, trees, non-human animal, animals, and humans. The fact is that the lower ones can never know about the higher ones, what they really are, what they are capable of, or how they exist, what they do, and so on. They can't even conceptualize their existence. Oh no! I, I, you know, I think he does mean imperialistically, like uh, like hierarchical. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And also empirically, he would have said empirically. Why? Why even list all of that? Well, because they, none of them care. They don't think on a human level. So who cares? They don't care. They can't even think That's about. That's a in the great first place. question, Jeff. And going on a little bit, the problem is that we humans always imagine we are the pinnacle of existence. Well, non-Christians, let's just say. I mean, obviously, we all know and bow the knee and just worship at the feet of Jesus all day, every day. Um, We've always thought that. 
That's why we have no trouble killing other things to satisfy our needs. I'm not opposed to that in every instance. Every time I eat a meal or scratch my arm, killing who knows how many microbes, I do that. But it has always led to some rather enormous problems from massive destruction of others in war now to a rather... Wow, I really... That's dyslexia. Massive destruction in war to now our rather determined efforts to destroy our planet. Okay, that aside. But basically, what's to him who doesn't believe in God, you go low to high. Like, how aware is the ant to us? Like, they're not aware. They're oblivious. They're oblivious. Well, they're oblivious except when I've got my finger and I'm like coming after them. They seem to scatter a little bit. They're like, oh God, there's <laughs> something in the sky that's coming after us. But even then, oh my gosh, can you imagine if an ant is as conscious as we are and they literally see the finger and they're just, it's like literal. That's why we have movies about bugs. Every day is a holocaust for ants. I mean, yeah, but we, we assume... Their consciousness, they're like on a program. There's like instinct. This thing happens. Oh, scramble, protect the base. Um, there's not the uh, the self-awareness that we have. So, yeah, I, yeah, what's his revelatory moment? This this seems like very elementary stuff. Like, like this is like... Um, it does seem elementary. Like, uh, just, for, for a PhD to be posting about this is like, why are you wasting your time, man? Because a lot of atheists assume, like you said... Where then he counted it as a problem, imagining ourselves as the pinnacle of existence. But a lot of people see it like that. Maybe you don't, and you're incredibly smart, a lot smarter than the PhD Bart Ehrman, obviously, to call him out on this. Yeah. But to him, it's what's next? Like, is there a possibility of, you know, if we are not the pinnacle, and he's not talking about either the the caricature of like the spaghetti monster he's not talking about the gray beard guy in the sky that's ruling everything he's he's like talking about evolution or something no like what's is it possible there's something above us that we just because of who we are so as the other animals are not aware of the consciousness it's possible we would not be aware of something that's higher than us Good. Yeah, and, and, and it was on that first page. Well, if there was, it would be smashing me with its thumb. <laughs> it was on the first page. He writes, Unless. He, he writes, that was very um, fast. How does something made out of matter have the ability not only to think, reason, decide, achieve its own will, and so on, but be aware of doing so? So, I mean, that was, that's a big question. It's like the question for atheists. These are like mm-hmm. questions that get asked at Berkeley. So let's just move on. <laughs> but I will say, I think it's the appropriate response is a little, no matter where you're coming from, atheist, Christian, Jew, whatever, a, a healthy dose of agnosticism of like, I, nothing can be proven. Um, wait, 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 wait hold, one second. I think that that will seem like a jump. Oh hell yeah! I'm taking this and I'm running with it. Um, is he is he writing to a specific group? Or does it seem because, his blog followers? Because it seems like it seems like on an atheist agnostic view, there's there is nothing higher as far as 
on the intellectual conscious well that's level. a good question to some atheists it's a sense of knowing that no god just doesn't exist there is no god right to bart ermin <laughs> it every is time er- i'm saying it, it is ermin i think it is so I was saying it was a jump on your part to go to go to, to be like, oh, we need a dose of agnosticism. But it seems like Ehrman, Ehrman is saying to the agnostics, hey, there there's something more than just our agnosticism. What you think you know about the evidence you've collected, you maybe you haven't thought about this aspect yet of something higher than yeah humans uh well, i'm just gonna go with occam's razor there and nothing has kicked us off the top of the mountain for a long long time if, if t-rex shows up well then things change t-rex but, was a vegetarian but until well it's something that looks like t-rex that once those my money man <laughs> once power They're smart once my tesla or maybe is benevolent, oh, wait, ben- benevolently <laughs> forgiven forgiveness? Wants your Tesla? You, you buy a Tesla? Anyway. He closes it out by saying, and maybe this answers your question a little bit. What's my Prius? So, I'm not at all advocating we return to the religious <laughs> constructions of previous centuries and millennia. I'm just saying that the possibility that there really might be orders of existence higher than I can imagine strikes me just now as completely plausible. Why not? Who says I can figure it all out? If superior forms of intelligence and will do exist, I would literally have no way of knowing. And how many different forms slash levels could there be? God knows, so to speak. That's, yeah. That's I a, think Airman's going to become a Christian that's, soon. That's, <laughs> that's a PhD speaking when they're like pan, you know, ants rocks do they know that we exist if that's the case then in science you just jump to well if or even math like if this then this equals this if something doesn't realize that something else exists then it's possible humans don't realize something else exists it's like a modus tollens argument <laughs> but it, it, except <laughs> her except that you Humans, humans look at the world, I would say, very differently than and react and have different brain parts that others don't. And so we function at a much different and higher level. And I mean, we're in the world. So as you look inside our world, there is but nothing. not of it, right? There Scott? is there is nothing that there is our, nothing that exceeds our ability. There there's nothing here on this planet that that is greater than humankind, not even close. So so did you just become? An, did we make you an atheist? I'm not exactly sure why. I'm not exactly sure why the arguments made, except he is preaching to his choir. Well, I think it's to me. I'll just put it into my experience. My truth in this, Scott, is oh, that... Oh, my truth. Hashtag that, my truth. <laughs> is that um, he coming... This is a big concession. I think this is a big admission coming from his perspective that I I can't say that this is it. 
And and so this is a big acquiescence. Does that make sense? I don't know. But coming from from his perspective, and it it's near and dear to my heart because I've come to a place where I used to have to know and I felt like I could know. And then when I personally discovered you can't know, that puts you on very shaky ground until you just realize like, like nobody actually knows in the pure sense of that word. Nobody 100% knows anything, no matter what their background is. Doesn't mean doesn't mean in full relativism where it, it, truth doesn't matter. But it does mean a healthy dose of ermanism of like, hey, maybe there's possibilities out there. I feel like communication and get-alongness of different groups, especially politically these days, would benefit from a, a healthy dose of agnosticism slash I don't know, maybe. You might be right. Tell me why you are the way you are. Which is why... Does that make sense? I know I'm like jumping off. No, I get it because he's... That's why the Scots like, we could have a believer here in the future. Everybody's on a journey. Don't... don't, He's saying he really doesn't know. Bart Ehrman, Jesus believes in you. Go ahead, Jim. Not not only does he say he doesn't know, Bart Ehrman is anti-Christian. Like he's he's he he does polemics against Christianity. So it's, he's not just like an agnostic going, "Oh, I don't know uh, if there's a God." Well, because people ask him too. Oftentimes, he's invited to these debates, and so and he doesn't believe that Jesus is what we would. But he say writes in books. Ways. I mean, he right. writes books against Christianity. Right. So I, yeah, I would say probably since you did this deconstruction went into this deconstruction phase of your life i'm always gathering data on what you say and it's always always um 99 of the time because i'm not sure about everything that you say or believe but Guess what? Neither there, am I. there's always this there's always the i don't know well you don't know for sure uh, the accepting part at the beginning here, like when we were talking about, you know, are these people accepted? You're like, well, I mean, you're, you're, all of it's accepted because we don't know. I mean, we don't know for sure about anybody, anything, people's true beliefs. It's like leave it all, leave it the door wide open for conversation because ultimately, be a lot, that's be a what lot it's all slower about. to like drawing a conclusion <laughs> that would lock people out or be detrimental to them or be hateful or and all those things deserve definitions and stuff but just be slower on the trigger for to judgment because we i think we would all agree none of us are the ultimate judge you have to true well you have to shut then you gotta you gotta think what's judging if 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 criticism criticism doesn't equal judgment and yeah i mean there's room like raising a kid you're gonna do certain things that it's not it's pretty apparent that Uber free range parenting. Free range parenting is healthy and generally better than helicopter parenting. But there is a version of that where it's like it doesn't matter what you do, just go off and do anything. Um, that is will be detrimental ultimately to the health of the child, and so there needs to be structure and all that stuff. So the, I'm gonna these take are these all steak knives and your Glock. I'm gonna go play. Okay, well you live and you learn. Mm, well, um, <sighs> we do have to go play games together so we have to cut it off pretty quick no but i think that's closing comments so yeah yeah a healthy dose of uh agnosticism 
um, quote unquote. Um, yeah, I'd probably word it differently. Yeah, but, but okay. Well, because that word carries a lot of baggage. But if I were to say, <laughs> if I were to be, I don't like a lot of labels these days. Retarded, gay. Continue. <laughs> um, Jeff at brosbubblesweird.com. Um, but he feels it, bad for people. That's it, why he says that. Continue. If I were to call myself an agnostic Christian, would that make you uncomfortable? Um, it would. It would be. It's probably. Let's see. What if you said a Christian agnostic? Ooh. Um, so it depends on what that your agnosticism refers to. There's a there's a button there. for this clarifier. Keep going, Scott. What does your agnosticism refer to? I don't know anything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I like the this Jesus guy. Um, Zach just wants to have a straw man so, conversation. So if um, the the thing the the thing that's interesting mm-hmm. about this. <laughs> Is Aaron, Honestly, Scott, we're trying to... End. I know. Ehrman, it was like a closing thought. Ehrman is a smart guy. He's been around the block. He knows... Just like Jenny. He knows Christian arguments. Christians have been offering the answer to this question for 1,900 years. Um, 2000... Yeah, whatever. However many years we are. Good math. Um, that that how, how do we explain... What's the explanation for why humans have consciousness? Um, but Airman's acting like, oh, I, the, I had this revelation that how do how do how do things made out of matter have minds? Um, well, so I, I I just find it weird. Um, but I like, think it's like he's in a bubble. Well, I, it's I, an admission. I think I I agree, but he should. Yeah, it just seems like. He would have heard this response many, many times already. I don't yeah. doubt you, and I think you're right. But as is true with everything, you kind of have, like raising a kid, you can tell the kid, you've already lived it. You know all the mistakes that the kid needs to avoid. The kid has to go through it. And Bart Ehrman <laughs> is a kid. Is a kid that needs to go through it, as we all do. Great, fantastic. I, I have closing words for myself. Okay. Hey, earlier, we had the conversation about ex, you know accepting, not accepting, and you kind of mentioned, well, you know, you may not, but I do. But and <laughs> I'm, sorry. I, I, I'm just making it the wasn't ge- fair. I'm just making the general statement that I don't, I don't think it's accepted in general. Um, I mean, if you have a whole side gotcha. that's, that's Republicans and. And they're like, we have a choice of uh, the female lesbian, the white male. You're the... making more of a commentary on right, the way right. society. It'd be like, uh, you're not going to win with the lesbian. Kind like, of like, okay, out of here. She's not accepted. I mean, like, that's what I mean by yeah. accepted, not accepted. Like Elizabeth Warren and Bernie, <laughs> most recently, like where, where she said, he told me a woman couldn't be president. But leaving aside whether that's true or not, whether he said it or not, he, like, assume he's, he told her that. That could mean he doesn't want a woman to be president. Right. More likely, it just means he didn't think the political climate is such that, which, and one of them means he's an outright sexist. One of them means he thinks society is sexist. And it's two very different things. And I think that's what you're touching on. Yeah. Anyway, I I wish we could play clips from that debate. That was fun. The Bernie Warren exchange. I I haven't watched one one of their blue debates yet. I just oh. I just can't wait for the uh, de- the Democrats to nominate old white guy and old white guy for vice president. That's that'd be it's gonna be great. Oh really? Joe Biden is funny. He's fun. Is he? It'll be fun. 
Oh, is he going to win? Politics is supposed to be fun. He's polling the highest. Oh, really? Pete uh, Pete Buttigieg might uh, win. All right, we're done. All right, thank you. Uh, At Bros Babbles Beer on all the socials. And obviously put our name in front of at brosbiblesbeer.com and you can email us. Trump 2020. I'm going to cut that out. I'm going to edit that. I'm going to literally edit the shit out of that, Jeff. You can say, but I can't. That that's such a blues. Re- that's, a li- that's the uh, Libertarian Party right there. No liberties. What? Me? Yeah. Oh. yeah I thought you if were you really did cut it out. Saying, you, I mean, yeah. you're la- you- unless, it only, unless it agrees with me. Jeff, gosh, dang it. That's the joke of it. Nothing gets edited out. Jeff, you could, you know, you could say the F word all you want. No, we're, we're, editing, say we're definitely editing that. All out. that, but you, that? Can't, you can't say Trump. Yeah.